0: Hey everybody, c here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Crayola, trying its very best to not give you lead poisoning. Today on the show, I wanted to talk about learning styles and mental health. And uh, mostly this is me talking about my issues with schooling when I was a kid. It's a little bit about my ADHD journey and what I was going through there, but also my difficulties with being kind of an introvert and not being able to, fo- be- being able to focus very well and not giving very specific attention uh, that I needed. And, you know, it made me feel really stupid. Uh, as an adult, I feel pretty intelligent. I have the opportunities to learn in the ways that I want to learn, But it definitely had a detriment on my mental health and the way that I went about the world and how I became, you know, not so social and it affected my social life. It affected so many things. And, um, you know, I I talked about how my parents were doing the best that they could and um, how, you know, even as an adult, you can take the reins on that and do what you can to, to figure out what your learning style is to to help you, you know, not feel stupid. So we talk about that in depth here on uh, this episode of Dopamine. Hit the we're gonna hit the button and you're gonna you're gonna join me. It's gonna be great. See you on the other side. Drums, please. Okay, so today's show is titled, um, what is it titled? Le- uh, Learning Styles and Mental Health. <laughs> Funny how that works. Um, Learning Styles and Mental Health, because I wanted to talk about my current discovery and trying to figure out if I have ADHD or not, which I need to get to a doctor and figure it out that way. Um, is basically leading me to think a lot about my past and my school experiences and how my poor experience in school has essentially led me to, you know, deal with mental health spikes in negative directions. And I've talked about my religious experience in school in the past and in in life with my family and things like that, but I haven't really talked about my school situation because I was I was never very good at school um, I couldn't focus I was not a good test uh, test taker I was not very social so I was like not even a nerd I was just like an outcast you know I wasn't good at <laughs> nerds are at least usually good at school I was a nerd that was just I didn't care and that was a problem I had um, all throughout high school middle school and some of elementary school for the most part, I wasn't able to focus very well and study, which is why I'm really trying to look back and see if ADHD is something that was in the picture for me, because so much of what I've seen and heard about ADHD has correlated to me, not only now, as a person who has difficult time focusing, and I've been applying a lot of systems to my life to help me focus when i'm doing interviews with people i have to write notes as they're talking otherwise i'm going to forget my short-term memory is terrible and i can't even read fiction because my mind wanders and i just can't continue to to read it i i lose focus really easily i get distracted really easily and i can get really excited about things um novelty especially and then get very downtrodden pretty easily when uh, there's like a lot of work in front of me. So uh, that's not too different from how I looked at school. Uh, I was terrible at homework. Um, My parents, my parents didn't, you know, in in retrospect they were doing their best. They, you know, (laughs) as an adult you understand that like no one really knows what they're doing, which is another episode I want to do. And I realized that my parents were just doing the best they could. I think it was when I turned 28 and I my parents came to visit me in California and they were just relaxed and they were just chill and for some reason I hadn't seen them in a while and something just clicked in me that they were like, they just loosened up. My parents are just people. They're having fun. They make mistakes. They say weird things (laughs) and you know, they're just like whatever. They're just trying to do the best they can. And all of it like really clicked for me. Like I was literally sitting in a hotel room talking to my dad and he was he was going off on like a weird subject and it just clicked to me. I was just like, My parents are people. It's a weird I'm sure a lot of people have had this experience when they're kind of in their mid to late twenties and if they uh are able to see their parents, they'll have this realization of like, wow, they're people and they're crazy. <laughs> and you kind of just feel a little bit closer to them in that, that respect, or it could drive you away. I don't know. Um, for me, it, it just made me a little bit more comfortable to uh, with the idea of looking at them as just people. But anyway in in retrospect you know i understood that when i was a kid that they were just doing the best that they could and they were often trying to help me learn by you know locking me in a room and putting forcing me to read and go through books and things like that and i would literally just sit there in the room for like 45 minutes because i was looking through this book and i couldn't absorb any information so i was pretty Pretty aware from a young age that like reading was not a strength of mine. Like I was good at reading, but I couldn't maintain focus that way. Um, and and I think in retrospect, I, I would have benefited from from fidgeting or having music because today that's what I often do. I have something going on, like I'm shaking my leg or fidgeting with my pen or something, and. Even when I'm talking to people, again doing interviews, I'm writing notes and having that be an active thing keeps me engaged in in the situation in the conversation. Um, and typically, if I'm, I'm I'm more likely to learn from like YouTube videos, which is I, I wish YouTube was around when I was a kid. I feel like I would have had a a much stronger leg up. Um, but I was always really excited when we had like videos in school. Or um, they would somebody would be able to talk about a concept in like a gamifying or really interesting kind of way, because a teacher standing up there and talking about stuff was just super boring. Reading about things super boring. And for me, like learning had to be interesting. And I think that's the case for so many people. I think some people can literally just like focus and, they're like, okay, this is what I've got to do, and this is how I learn, and I've just got to read things, and all right, now I know the concepts. There are some people that can do that, believe it or not. And But I, I think <laughs> more people than we give credit for are f- having a difficult time um, learning or focusing in the ways that other people suspect that we should be able to focus and learn. So as, as a kid, I was really, really frustrated with that. I felt like people were not I felt like I was broken. I felt like I was stupid. I felt like I couldn't understand. Um, I couldn't read these concepts. I couldn't absorb them. I never did like the summer reading. I always just waited until the teacher would like talk about the book, or I'd get like a summary of the book, or a summary of something, and I'd get a better understanding than if I were to read the entire book um, from start to finish. I've had so many times where I've started to read a book and I've gone like six pages in and I don't feel like I've absorbed any of it. Like I literally feel like I've had amnesia and I woke up six pages later and I'm like, what did I just, did I just read something? I don't, I don't understand. Uh, So, you know, I've always been better at auditory learning when there's something interesting going on and visual learning, when there's like gamifying or it's made interesting in some kind of way. Um, So again, YouTube videos would have been really great for me because I feel like it did have an effect on my self-esteem, had a major effect on my mental health, especially as a teenager. Like You don't want to feel stupid as a teenager. (laughs) Uh, You feel like you know everything, or you should know everything as a teenager, because that's what we do um, when we're teenagers. And I just had a hard time grasping it. I, I just, I didn't know how to really explain it to anyone. I just felt like I was stupid and it wasn't worth explaining. So I essentially tried to like duck and put my head down, and I, I got through school as uh, unscathed as I possibly could. Uh, I, I did the minimum amount of work, I made sure that I passed enough. And I just didn't have any understanding of who I was as a person to be able to to say what I needed. Uh, because there wasn't like YouTube at the time. So I, I couldn't say that, hey, I need I need video stimulation or I need like something that's a little bit more interesting and fun and gamifying. I had no idea. I was just like, Well, this is school. I guess I'm screwed. I'm just gonna wait until I get to college and maybe college will be more interesting. Spoiler alert, it really wasn't. Um, (laughs) It was a little more interesting, but it wasn't all that interesting. So, what I want to get at here is that, even as an adult, making adjustments to my learning style has allowed me to absorb information in ways that feel natural to me. You know, as you get older, you start to feel like, and realize, like, hey, I have more choices I can, and and today's world allows for definitely more choices. There are so many more clever YouTube channels. Like, I can go down the how-to ADHD rabbit hole because she's incredibly interesting, she's super sweet, she's cute, so it's easy to look at, and um, keeps me engaged that way. And she's just gamifying a lot of things as well, which is stuff that I can totally relate to and, and enjoy. So I, I, can, I can do YouTube rabbit holes of learning pretty intensely. I feel like I've been using my adulthood and my ability to absorb information in different ways or go down rabbit holes of things that I'm really interested in and having access to that stuff now to really compensate for when I was a kid. Because if I had access to things that I was really interested in when I was a kid, I felt like I would have excelled a little bit more. Um... I really liked astronomy and sciences, I liked video games when I was a kid, and I just didn't really have access to quick ways to supplement my interests. Um, but now as an adult, I feel like being able to supplement my interests is really a positive thing for my mental health. If I'm feeling down, I can literally look up concepts that are related to how I'm feeling, and get a better understanding of who I am and what I want and, and, um, and, and how I can feel a little bit better by literally sitting at the kitchen table and going through my phone and doing a little bit of research and uh, watching some YouTube videos and, and learning about new concepts. I don't, I don't have to leave the house. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> um, so, you know, learning your, being aware of your learning style, especially in this day and age, is, is super important and the fact that because you're an adult now it doesn't mean you should stop learning you just have the ability and hopefully enough knowledge to learn that you need to learn your own way i think i think if i didn't have those experiences as a kid you know i, I wouldn't be i probably wouldn't be so intense about learning so much now i i do feel like i'm making up for lost time <laughs> Uh, and that can be really frustrating when I was a kid, especially as a teenager that had detrimental effects on my mental health, you know, feeling like you're a failure all the time in school is really frustrating. Um, if you're a younger person listening to this teenager or someone in college, it's important to speak up about what's not working for you. Um, talking to your teacher or a counselor or something and just saying like, Hey, something is not clicking. I'm not really sure what it is. Um but I know what's not working or I know that this isn't working for me and you know, hopefully you can find the right person to give you the right amount of support because if you're not, if something's not clicking for you, you're going to start feeling like a failure and failing is very different than feeling like a failure if you feel like a failure, you're not going to continue you're not going to want to move forward because I did an episode recently about how failure is feedback and with if you're feeling like a failure, you you can't always easily improve on that. If you failed at something, you have quantifiable data that you can use as a means to adjust. But if you feel like a failure, that feels like amoebas. That feels abstract. Like, what does that mean? What do you do with that? So you have to go find that information. You have to go figure out, what is it that's making me feel like this? What is making me... Not able to absorb the information. It could be, it could be that you have ADHD. It could be that you have some other kind of learning disability. It could be that you have um, some other kind of focus in your your cognitive functions when it comes to like Myers Briggs stuff. You know, it could be that your method of learning could involve more people or less people. Maybe you learn more when you are more of a group setting and having conversations, or maybe you learn better on your own like a teacher would just say like here's the concept go figure it out (laughs) Um, which is some of the things that I did appreciate about college Um, I went to the Art Institute of Philadelphia in Philadelphia and it was around 2006 to 2010 is when I went and a lot of my teachers were basically they were really short quarters they were like 10 weeks and you would get into the class, and they would basically say, this is your project, here are some examples, here's a little tutorial on how to do some of this stuff, spend the next 8 weeks doing this, (laughs) which is kind of amazing now, because I feel like I can knock down a lot of projects in like a day or two, Uh, so in retrospect, which I've said that term a lot this episode, (laughs) it's uh, to to, to take stock on that growth right now, this second, feels pretty cool. But the point is that I was able to just like take the idea, take the concept, and go on my own and figure it out. Now, there weren't as many online resources as there are now, so I did still have trouble. Because I was not always good at asking for help. I was not good at connecting with people. So if I needed to talk to the teacher or talk to uh, fellow students, I was kind of left in, th- in the dust a little bit. I was just, I was not very comfortable with it and it wasn't helpful. If I had taken, if I had started college now, if I, oh my God, there's, oh my God, I would do so much better. <laughs> there's so many tutorials online, there's so many ways to learn things um, that it is incredible to me that anyone would choose to still teach in a traditional way, that we're not looking at people's individual strengths. To teach them how they want to be taught, or how they their brains want to be taught, and I think that's different. That's something to really think about. Is to think about how your brain naturally absorbs information versus like how you think someone should be or how a personality should be. You know, it's about people's brain wiring is are naturally different. So for me. I don't feel like I can see a day where I'll naturally be super social and be comfortable around people. I'm 32 years old. I don't think that's going to change much. (laughs) I can still develop some skills and get a little bit better. But uh, visual learning is going to be easier for me. Gamifying kind of learning is going to be easier and better for me. So I'm going to continue to lean into that. Lean into those strengths. Because it's been good for my mental health. So really it's about f- moving away from that feeling of failure and not feeling like you're the problem because there are multiple ways to do things. There are multiple ways to learn things. There are multiple ways to approach even just one problem. There's a lot more gray area in life than you think there is or I think there is. I. And that's the reason I do this podcast, because I'm taking a lot of very simple concepts and just, like, stretching them and breaking them apart. Because I could just come onto the show and just say, like, hey, you want to learn how to do YouTube? Then go learn how to do YouTube. (laughs) But it's not that simple. It it, it all relates to my personal story and the fact that I had had trouble as a kid. And I will let you guys know that if you had trouble as a kid, too, with school and learning, like, you're not alone. Uh, I'm most... I most definitely felt like I was broken. I felt like I was a failure. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I couldn't even be social to make up for it. (laughs) I felt like I was just like really bad at existing. And that's not a good feeling to have when you're ten fucking years old. It sucks. So I implore you if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, to listen to your kids individual needs. But it also as an adult to consider your own learning style still. Are you just doing what you were taught to do? Or are you able to consider different methods of learning stuff? Is it having a... you know, it's it's that whole... um, I don't know if it's like a fable or just like a riddle, I don't know what you would call it, but that whole saying of um, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it'll spend its entire life feeling stupid that's how I feel that's how I feel about traditional learning taking tests and you know the industrial school system and frankly I went to the Philadelphia school system which was not great and uh, hopefully it's getting better but the general idea here is with learning as an adult you hopefully have a better understanding of who you are as a person individually and if you're feeling like you're not feeling well uh, uh, when it comes to mental health stuff. Maybe you need to lean into your learning style to learn more about what it is that you're dealing with, or just learn new information because that's incredibly satisfying on its own and could help the quality of your mental health throughout your life. You know. So again, don't don't try not to judge yourself based on someone else's criteria. You have to understand yourself in order to to move forward properly. And I implore you again, when it comes to like kids, I'm hoping that the education system is moving in this direction a little bit more, where we can focus on children's individual strengths. And I know it's hard to assess uh, when they're so young; they're not always able to speak up. And that was a problem I had. I wasn't able to speak up about wasn't working, what wasn't working. But I'm sure we can gather enough data by this point to see some of the signs and be willing to test with our children and with ourselves uh, uh, what kinds of learning styles will be beneficial to us and our mental health So, i hope that all makes sense and um, i'm gonna wrap up there so let me know what you think about that what do you think about learning styles and mental health if you and how understanding your learning style can essentially improve your mental health. How do you think about that? What do you think about that concept? Let me know what you think. Leave me a voice message or hit me up at Rival My Design on all the social channels. Um I've been doing a daily drawing challenge so it's all like kind of mental health related. So if you go to Rival My Design on Instagram, you can go check that out and uh be sure to go check out our Patreon page patreon.com/dopamine and leave some monetary support so that we can continue to, to do this show and um, cnote.thinkific.com are, is where some of my podcast course courses are and um, you can check out the podcast course and I've also, I'm also working today actually on some Myers-Briggs courses to put up that are audio only but can help you understand your personality type and how to market to different personality types and all that good stuff so um, I think that's it for today um, go learn something and uh, let me know what your learning style is. I'd love to know, and uh, if it's different from your experience as a kid, and how it's you know if if it's improved your mental health by knowing that information. So um, that's it. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Dopamine.